I think that I'm just a rock chick. Rock chick. Rock chick. I would describe my music and my sound as I fell in love with the devil. 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 It's the best damn thing. <laughs> Happy Halloween from the Best Damn Avril Lavigne podcast. If this is your first time here, the Best Damn Avril Lavigne podcast is the place where we talk all about everyone's favorite Canadian pop punk princess, Avril Lavigne. I'm your host, or should I say ghost, Andrea DeFrancesco. This week's episode, of course, is our Halloween special. There's plenty of frightful fun in store, but before we begin, I have to first give my fiance a special shout out for suggesting the title for this week's episode. And I'd also like to credit Perrytune for the intro music you just heard, simply called Spook 3, to help set the tone. Now, I know that Halloween is not necessarily celebrated by everyone, especially in certain countries or in certain cultures, but I hope you'll still enjoy today's episode. And for those of you who love Avril and who love Halloween, this is the place to be. So light up your jack-o'-lanterns, turn off the lights, and grab your favorite candy bar to munch on as we dive into our Halloween special and make this the best damn happy Halloween. First up, we can't do a Halloween episode without talking about costumes. Avril herself has always been a big fan of this spooky holiday and has celebrated by wearing some pretty kooky and creative costumes over the years. Here's a breakdown of some of her Halloween costumes. In 2002, Avril dressed as a princess with a blue wig and tiara for a Halloween concert hosted by the Pennsylvania-based radio station B94. For the encore of the Bones Tour show in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, which took place on Halloween in 2004, Avril came out to the stage dressed as a Hooters waitress and sang Hey Ya by Outkast, which you can find video footage of on YouTube. In 2007, she attended a Halloween event at the Hyde Nightclub in Los Angeles, dressed in a black and white checkered dress with pink trim, white Doc Martens with stars, and a blonde bobbed wig. In 2008, she dressed as a geisha while out in Hollywood with then-husband Derek Wibley, who was dressed as Nurse Joker. In 2010, she went out with friends and then-boyfriend Brody Jenner, dressed as a sexy sailboat captain in a black wig. In 2012, she went out for dinner with friends to Boa Steakhouse in LA, dressed as a sexy sailor with a black wig. In 2015, she attended a Halloween party with friends, dressed as Batgirl with a black wig. In 2016, she hosted her own Halloween party and dressed as a nun. In 2017, she and Ryan Cabrera attended a Halloween-themed gender reveal party, hosted by friends and professional wrestlers Mike the Miz Mizanin and his wife Maurice. Avril and Ryan wore the couple's wrestling costumes. In 2017, Avril also attended a Halloween party dressed as a sexy cop, while her then-boyfriend J.R. Rodham dressed as a prisoner. In 2018, Avril dressed as a sexy pirate while out with friends in West Hollywood. In 2019, Avril attended Halsey's annual Halloween party in Los Angeles. The theme was rock stars from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. Avril dressed as Madonna and Halsey dressed as Marilyn Manson. They performed Avril's 2007 hit Girlfriend on stage together. Fans could RSVP to attend for free if they made a donation to My Friend's Place. Avril explained in an interview with Hollywire that Halsey called her to attend the event and that Avril scrambled at the last minute to find a costume to wear and that the costume was made up of clothes she already had in her closet. The following day, Avril also attended UNICEF's annual masquerade ball wearing a blue wig and silver outfit for the event's outer space theme. You can find pictures of all of these costumes over on the podcast Instagram page at bestdamnavrilpod. And of course, over the years, plenty of people have taken inspiration from Avril's style to dress up as her for Halloween. In 2012, Avril's ex-husband Derek Wibley and his then-girlfriend Ari Cooper dressed as Avril and Avril's then-husband Chad Kroger. Chad tweeted from Nickelback's official Twitter account, writing, Hey Derek, loved the costumes. We were going to dress up as you guys this year, but all the parties had celebrity themes. Haha. Ha. And speaking of dressing like Avril, if you want to dress like Avril for Halloween this year, here are some costume tips. 
I'd say any of her looks from her first three albums are her most iconic and recognizable. Everybody knows her look from the Let Go era. All you need is a men's necktie paired with a tank top or vintage t-shirt and a pair of baggy pants with some Converse high tops. For an added touch, you can accessorize with leather bracelets, sweatbands, and a backwards baseball cap if you so choose, and make sure if you have long hair to make it stick straight, just like Avril's signature locks in those days. Next is her grungy goth look from the Under My Skin era, perfectly fitting for Halloween. A black tutu or bondage pants paired with Doc Martens will make you look straight out of the My Happy Ending video. You can even go so far as to insert some black extensions in your hair. And lastly, you can dress as Avril from the Best Damn Thing era. Just grab a pair of fishnets and converses along with your favorite Abby Dawn outfit. And of course, you can't forget about adding a streak of pink to your hair. While costumes are one of the most important parts of Halloween, we also can't forget about the music, which is why I decided to create a playlist of songs personally curated by me to help get any Avril fan into the Halloween spirit. The Happy Halloween playlist is available exclusively on Apple Music and contains 13 of Avril's scariest songs for the occasion. Let's talk through each of them and why I chose them. I decided to list them in chronological order by album, starting with Losing Grip from Let Go. I chose this song because I think that it just has this really dark kind of, I don't know if I would say it's a scary sounding song, but it does have this dark vibe to it. And she's talking about being scared and being alone. And some of the vocal effects that are used in the production kind of make her sound sort of like this echoing voice that could be sort of like haunting the guy's mind, like you left me alone and you didn't care about me. So I just felt like that was a good choice to start off with. I initially actually had a dozen songs for the playlist, and then I thought I really have to make it 13 because in some cultures, 13 is considered an unlucky number, and it's like kind of like a scary concept. Like Friday the 13th, people have like phobias about the number 13. They think it's unlucky. So I'm like, I got to make it 13 songs. So I was really trying to find a 13th song, and I just thought it's got to be losing grip. The next song in the playlist is Unwanted, which is also from Let Go. And Unwanted, I thought, just fit really perfectly because it has this dark kind of haunting sound and she's talking about feeling unwanted and not fitting in. I just felt thematically and lyrically it kind of fit. Next, I chose several selections from Under My Skin, which I think is her most Halloween sounding album yet. So we start off with Take Me Away, which I just thought was like the perfect opening to the album in general. It has this very dark, kind of scary sound to it. And she's talking about feeling confused and lonely and afraid and just wanting to be taken away from all of it. So again, it was another one of those songs where I thought sonically and thematically, I just thought it really fit the Halloween theme. And then that goes right into Together, which is another song that has that same kind of dark mood And it's talking about a broken relationship and about being in a relationship that you know is toxic and not right for you. And you can kind of see it starting to crumble. And especially when she says like holding hands will fall, it's sort of like you can see the breakup coming and you're sort of bracing yourself for it. And to me, that's sort of like a scary concept. Then we go into Nobody's Home, and initially I didn't actually have this on the playlist, but I thought I have to include a fan favorite somewhere, and so I know Nobody's Home is one of her most beloved songs. Nobody's Home to me felt more of a sad song than a scary song, but I thought it could still fit because of the lyrics, how it does kind of have this sad but sort of haunting, lamenting guitar riff to it, and she's talking about a girl who doesn't have anyone. She's very alone. She goes to like this empty house and she's in pain. And so to me, like the concept or the thought of like an empty house feels kind of like a creepy thing that would be in like a horror movie sort of thing. 
And then that leads right into Forgotten, which to me is such an underrated song from Avril in general. But I definitely think in terms of Halloween, like I never see people talk about this one, but I just always thought it was such a perfect song for Halloween because right when the song opens with like that, uh, oh, riff that she's doing and the riff on the piano, it is so creepy and so haunting, but that's what makes it so perfect. And then, of course, she's talking about how this guy abandoned her and forgot about her and The thing that really drives the whole Halloween theme home for me is in the bridge when she says, but I was forgotten, I won't be forgotten never again. To me, that could almost be interpreted as like if she were a ghost coming back to haunt him, which could be literally or figuratively, probably more so on the the figurative side. But like if she if she's sort of haunting his memories, like their relationship that they had together is haunting his memories. Like I was forgotten. I won't be forgotten. Never again. Like to me, that sounds very vengeful. So that to me just like really fit the Halloween theme really well. Unfortunately, the only album that I didn't include at all was The Best Damn Thing because even though while I love that album, I just didn't think any of the songs really fit. They're all too kind of like a beat and everything. So that brings us to Goodbye Lullaby. And this was a similar situation where actually I didn't think almost any of the songs fit because they're all like acoustic ballads and stuff. But the one song that I did think fit was Alice. And I know this might sound like a strange choice because Alice was written for the movie Alice in Wonderland and it's about Alice's journey through Wonderland. But the reason that I thought it fit is because, again, it starts off with this weird kind of almost like a synth sound or whatever that instrument is. And then it has this dark pounding piano riff that she's playing. And I just think it just sets the tone and the mood so perfectly. And if you've ever seen the Alice in Wonderland movie, it really fits with that whole Tim Burton dark kind of gothic vibe really, really well. So that was kind of why I chose it, even though it's about Alice in Wonderland, but it has that Tim Burton gothic kind of vibe to it. And obviously, even though it's about Alice's journey through Wonderland, it was a scary thing that she went through, especially when there's like the lyrics in the bridge that are like, I found myself in Wonderland. You know, Wonderland isn't exactly a scary place, but obviously it's very unusual. It's kind of creepy in some ways. And you're in this sort of dreamland. You don't know where you are and you're trying to escape. So I just felt like musically, especially this one just really, really fit the playlist. Like there just was not any chance that I couldn't include it because of that dark pounding piano that she has in there. And then next I chose a few songs from Avril's self-titled album, starting with Let Me Go featuring Chad Kroger. So this is another one that I know probably sounds a little strange to include because Let Me Go is a breakup song, but I feel like it made sense because, again, it's got this dark brooding piano thing going on. And again, like lyrically and subject wise, it's talking about memories of a past relationship, like the memories that once hung on the wall, but I still remember the pain of December, all those kinds of lyrics. And like, I'm breaking free from those memories. I'm going to set it all on fire. All those kinds of lyrics. It's talking about the pain of a past relationship and painful memories and stuff. And so I felt like that just really fit the theme. But also one thing that I really love about this song in particular is the outro where it's got this sort of haunting piano melody going on and then Avril's vocals are like echoing from very far away. She's like, don't let me go, won't let you go. That's kind of what she's just repeating the whole time. And her vocals are very, they sound very haunting and like they're from far away and like they're sort of lingering in his mind kind of thing. And so I just felt like all of those elements combined together to me just really made sense to include on this playlist. And then that brings us into Give You What You Like. And this is another one that has that dark, moody sort of vibe to it. And 
the lyrics, she's talking again about not necessarily a painful relationship, but it's sort of like she knows that the person that she's with, this isn't even a real relationship and that there is no sense of love here, but she's sort of hanging on by a thread and hoping that it could turn into that. And she's talking about a lot of like alcohol references and like drugs and drinking and that sort of thing. And it just has this really dark, sad, lonely kind of vibe to it. And I just thought it really fit very well. And I also thought that her vocal performance is just, it has this very haunting quality to it. And so I just thought that made it fit really well too. Next is Bad Girl featuring Marilyn Manson. So this was a pretty obvious choice to include because number one, Marilyn Manson is a shock rocker type of artist. That's kind of his whole thing. His whole image is very kind of like scary Halloween type stuff. And Bad Girl, even though thematically it doesn't have anything to do with Halloween, but the sound, it's a dark rock track. And obviously, if you've got Marilyn Manson on it, that just makes it even more kind of has that Halloween vibe. And the vocals that he contributed to this were meant to be kind of creepy sounding. So I just felt like that made that fit really well for this playlist as well. And then that brings us to How You Remind Me, which is a Nickelback cover. And if you know the original, Avril's version is actually very, very different. It's much more stripped down, piano based. And that was a reason why I chose it, because it's very haunting. It has this very haunting quality to it, her vocal performance. And then again, the lyrics. It's yet another song on this playlist that is talking about like memories of a past relationship. It almost sounds like as if she's being haunted by these memories of that relationship. And so I felt like that's why I had to include that one. And then lastly, we end with her most recent album, Head Above Water. So there were two songs that I chose from this album, one of them being Birdie. So Birdie, even though it's sort of like a pop-based song, it's not necessarily particularly scary sounding, but it does have kind of a creepy, dark vibe to it. And it's about feeling trapped. And that was why I chose it, because I felt like the idea of feeling trapped was kind of a scary, frightening concept. And then the other song that I chose, of course, has to be I Fell in Love with the Devil, because literally it's about this person that she was with that she compared them to the devil. And it was like as if she had fallen underneath this guy's spell and like she couldn't break free. And of course, if you've seen the music video, there was this whole concept about her being in a coffin and like dancing with the devil and this kind of thing. So obviously, if I had to include I Fell in Love with the Devil. And of course, it's only fitting that it is the 13th track on the playlist. So of course, you can always feel free to use this playlist as a guide and make your own Halloween playlist if you feel there's songs I left off, or maybe if there's ones that I put that you would rather put a different song on there. Unfortunately, I don't have a Spotify account, so I could only make the playlist for Apple Music subscribers, but you can recreate the playlist on your Spotify account or whatever music platform you use if you so desire. The link to the playlist will be in the show notes or on my Instagram page at bestdamnaverilpod. I hope you enjoy the playlist as much as I had fun making it and that it gets you into the Halloween spirit. And now to end our Halloween special, I thought it would be fun to talk through some of Avril's most supernatural and unexplainable moments from some of her music videos. These are things that I've noticed in her music videos that just don't seem to make sense or they're a little bit strange. I'm not even talking about the things that are meant to be scary, like I fell in love with the devil. These are just things that I've noticed that are just very weird that don't make a lot of sense. So I was wondering if anybody else might have noticed these things as well and what you guys think of them as well. So the first thing that I have to bring up is Don't Tell Me. At the end of the music video, she just randomly floats away. Now, obviously, how they achieved this in real life during filming is that she was probably standing in a cherry picker and it raised her up. I've read different theories about this, and some people think that it's supposed to symbolize her moving away or moving on from the guy. 
But I feel like there's ways they could have accomplished that without having her literally (laughs) floating away. So it's just a really strange concept that she just randomly is like floating into the air. And then also from the Under My Skin era, we have the music video for He Wasn't. And of course, there's that sort of iconic scene at the end of the music video where she smashes her guitar into the wall and pink paint comes out. I have always wondered what the point of that was. To me, it doesn't seem to symbolize anything. I think it's just an effect they thought would be cool. But it's always kind of bothered me, like, how and why is there pink paint inside the wall? Why is it coming out of the wall? What was the point or the purpose of that? So that that one has always kind of perplexed me as well, is why somehow there's paint in the wall. And then we have to also talk about Wish You Were Here. So there's a scene in the Wish You Were Here music video where she's in a bathtub and she goes underwater for a few seconds. And I think we're meant to think that she might have drowned or something, but then she comes up at the last second and then she gets out of the tub and she walks away. The whole Wish You Were Here video in general can have so many different interpretations, which I will probably get into during a completely different episode at some point in the future. But in terms of this scene in general, what it could potentially symbolize, I think I always was wondering if she was meant to be a ghost during this scene. Like some people interpret this scene as that she killed herself and then she's a ghost or something, but I don't know. It's kind of ambiguous. And I had misremembered. I thought like the last time I watched the video, I thought that when she was walking towards the window that it was her ghost. But then when I watched it again, she's just walking towards the window. So I'm not really sure if it is supposed to symbolize anything or if she's like meant to be a ghost or not, but it's very possible because of the bathtub scene. There's so many interpretations of that scene, so it's not really clear if we're meant to believe that she's a ghost or not. But speaking of ghosts, we do know for sure that in the Let Me Go music video, she is definitely a ghost or some kind of like spirit. The concept of the video is that there's this old guy who still lives at this like big mansion or chateau that he shared with his wife but she has since passed on. And then there's sort of like this magical wardrobe mirror kind of thing that makes him turn younger and it allows him to see his wife again when they were both young. And it's sort of like his way of being able to like contact her from the other side, I guess. So I think we're meant to believe basically that she is a ghost or some kind of spirit. But here's the thing that has always bothered me about this music video. They had to do product placement for Sony Xperia. It was just a brand deal that Avril had at the time, so they were obligated to use product placement in the music video. That's fine. But there's a scene where she's using a Sony Xperia tablet to watch a video of Chad playing the guitar, and it just never made any sense to me why a ghost would be using a tablet. I don't think that's physically possible. (laughs) So it's not just that she's a ghost, but there's this scene where she's using a tablet for some reason. I feel like they could have chosen a bunch of other ways to incorporate that product placement but that was the choice they made so I just thought I would point that out in case anybody else thought that was just as weird as I did. So if you're just as confused as I am about these unexplainable situations in her music videos never fear because I'm planning to do an entire in-depth analysis of all of her music videos in a future episode. But for now, that concludes our Happy Halloween special. I want to thank you so much for joining me and helping to celebrate this spooky holiday in true Avril fashion. I hope I've helped get you ready for Halloween and don't forget to check out the Happy Halloween playlist now streaming on Apple Music. As for how Avril is celebrating this year, she was part of the lineup for Travis Barker's House of Horrors livestream event, which premiered just before this episode was posted. Audience footage revealed that the event was pre-taped and that Avril performed Girlfriend and Skater Boy while wearing a skeleton dress. Other acts in the lineup included Machine Gun Kelly, Mark Hoppus, Black Bear, and many more. I can't wait to see what else Avril will do for her Halloween celebrations and what her costume will be this year. 
But for now, we conclude this edition of the Best Damn Avril Lavigne podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. If you enjoyed this episode, tune in next time for episode 17, where we'll be returning to our facts and trivia format with an episode all about Avril's roles in movies and television. Until next time, have a safe and happy Halloween from the Best Damn Avril Lavigne podcast. The Best Damn Avril Lavigne podcast is hosted, produced, and edited by Andrea DeFrancesco. Theme music is Spook 3 and Spook 5 by Perrytune. Follow the latest podcast news on Instagram at bestdamnavrilpod or email bestdamnavrilpod at yahoo.com. Ha <laughs> ha!